Welcome to Photo Work. I'm Mylon. We have Shannon again. Hi. On this episode, we have part two of our interview with celebrity and food photographer Josh Teus. And in this episode, he finishes up his David Lynch story, which was kind of a cliffhanger from episode one. Go check that out if you haven't yet. And he connects that David Lynch story to a recent shoot with actor Bill Hader. Uh, he also gives us tips for beginners as well as how to stand out in the industry. So stick around and enjoy. I did maybe the most me- one of the most meaningful to me. It's recent, so it's fresh. So obviously, like you see things through, like what is that called, like rose-colored glasses or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the more meaningful shoots to me, it was just for a tiny little editorial thing. It didn't really have any like significance, but how it was handled was amazing. And I and I have to thank David Lynch a little bit for it because um, I I like to do research on my subjects a little bit just to see if there's any subtle concepts that we can kind of throw in there like maybe he had this weird quirk as a kid and we can kind of you know bring it back around or something like that but uh, so I'm researching Bill Hader before and I don't know where it came up um, but there was like a little note that said that he suffers from anxiety and he suffered from anxiety for his whole life and I thought, that's crazy to think about that. Like you're an actor, you're all this stuff. Like, how do you even function if you're like, like debilitating panic attacks? How do you function every night? Um, and he, uh, so I, I saw that. And so I was like, well, I think that's very real. And I, and I can relate to him with anxiety. So I'd like to kind of get into that, like that world. Um, and so I started researching it more and he credits a lot of his success in remedying his, his anxiety with transcendental meditation, which is preached. And what he learned it from was David Lynch. Oh. So yeah, David Lynch is a huge advocate for transcendental meditation. And, um, he, uh, so it was, he offered I don't know if it was directly or indirectly or if he just stumbled upon it, but he offered Bill this like solace for his, for his, uh, anxiety, which was cool. Um, I, I appreciate that. And so Bill also said in some interview somewhere that he was a huge fan of David Lynch, um, which is probably how he stumbled upon transcendental meditation. And so because I'd worked with him a few times, I made Bill this 11 by 14 black and white print of David Lynch, you know, the whole thing signed it, packaged it up. And then Bill shows up and I'd never talked to, I've never spoken with him before. And he shows up for like grooming, which is like very minimal. And like, he's just wearing like a, like a button up shirt. And I walk into the, the thing. I said, Hey, uh, Bill, I'd like to introduce myself. My name's Josh. Um, he was super kind. He introduced himself back. I said, I know that you're a big David Lynch fan. I made this for you. Um, you can open an hour. You don't have to. Um, he's like, Oh yeah. And so he rips it open and it's David Lynch's face just in the sharpest photo like crazy intimidating david lynch photo and uh he was really appreciative of that and i think that kind of set us into like a good trust there that like we both had this like appreciation for david and his values and how he holds himself and like all these things so it set us up for a good shoot um and just so it's not just hanging we did this the shoot i asked him i said we can do two things we can do like um i said Bill, can I, um, can I talk to you a little bit about concepts while you're sitting in the chair? Um, we, he goes, yeah, so we can do one of two things. 
we can do the normal press thing. You've done it a thousand times. Um, you're good at it. Obviously, that's serving this purpose for, for the show Barry and like all these things. Like, we can do that. No problem. We have beautiful light set up in there already. You can walk in, we can do that. So, but I figure we can do something a little bit more important. And I want to let you know that I'm a huge, huge fan of your advocacy for people seeking help for anxiety and you being so open about it. And I think that using your platform for that is, is a really beautiful thing. So without exploiting it, um, because I would never want to do that, um, I was curious if we can dive into that world a little bit. If you can show me a visual representation of what that feels like when you're going through that anxiety. I said, and I know it's, it's weird because you're now preaching how you got out of it, but I think it would be interesting to kind of capture that, that moment, if it's possible. He looks at me and he goes, oh yeah. Like, like I asked him a, like a tough question. Like that's a tough thing to ask somebody spur of the moment we'd never met before, we never talked before. And I'm asking you to be like that vulnerable. And uh, he goes, I said, think about it. I'm good with it, either one. Once you come up with an answer, I'll be in the studio. Let me know. And he walks in about 10 minutes later and he's like, got this like fire in him. He's like, I think I got it. I think I, think I know what it feels, what we can do, but let me tell you what it feels like. And he goes, it feels like nobody else can exist. Like I'm like, all it is, it's my front of my head and everything else falls out of focus. And it's like, nothing else exists he said so i said so we shoot something really really shallow depth of field um so we only see your eyes and everything goes out of focus he goes yeah and what if we saw like the set in the background so it looks like i'm like he goes because these moments happened before right before i'm about to go on so i see the set or i'm in front of the set but i'm feeling so anxious so i said okay give us give us about 10 minutes to re-rig because we're we're not set for that but we will be because I care more about this than anything I was ever going to do with like pretty lighting. So we, uh, he goes, Oh, cool. I just, I, I actually just got this camera and I'm directing, I'm producing. So like, I'm trying to like really refine this eye and everything. So I just got this camera. Do you mind if I shoot like BTS while you guys re-rig? I was like, sure, man. <laughs> That's fine. And then, so he walks back in, uh, or, or we, we, we set up and he, I say, okay, Bill, we're ready. And I have him send this out box and like what he gave for the next, like, I think we only shot for like 10 minutes, maybe, I think it was 10 minutes. And we had time, we had like 40 minutes that we could have used. And for 10 minutes, he just went all out and like gave us like, I was expecting maybe something a little bit more theatrical, um, like a really like personified version of like what anxiety feels like, you know, like stretching your face or like, ah, like, and that wasn't the case. Um, and I love it a thousand times more than I could have directed or he just killed it for like 10 minutes of just in his, you could see it in his skin. You could see it in his eyes. And it was, I don't know. It's very meaningful to me now because I realized that that's a story I want to tell with people and have with people. It's obviously never, it's not going to happen like that all the time. It's just not realistic. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, at the end of it, I just thanked him and I appreciate, and I, I said, I appreciate you letting us be vulnerable there because it's important. But yeah, big shout out to David Lynch for Transcendental Meditation and for encouraging people to um, focus on their mental health a little bit. Mm -hmm. Wow. Boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
That's it. No. <laughs> see you guys. Wow, that was really powerful. Dang. Um, you can see the real, like, we. you keep mentioning truth, and you mm-hmm. definitely see that. Um, people go look at Josh's Instagram and find Bill Hader's photo, and it's mm-hmm. so real. Like, if you have anxiety, that image of him is so real. Like, you can feel that. Yeah. I mean, like, we, we keep noting on this, it's, it's, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Anything more theatrical about that moment or staged or directed would have been fake. Mm-hmm. That's how he felt. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like a different different type of celebrity photography. We're not trying to say yeah. anything other than like the truth of somebody. If that makes sense. It does, yeah. And it makes the images last. You know, the images aren't just fleeting. Yeah, they're, they're more timeless. They're timeless. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody has an appreciation for a timeless image. You know, when you look at, that was something so beautiful. I mean, and that's also, like, really the concepts and, like, the style of the portraits I take are a product of um, having to be low maintenance and and bringing so much of my stuff is on a backdrop or a canvas backdrop or, like, a seamless because – I have five minutes with this person and it's at a press no, it's not at a press junket. It's at a, uh, a, a, a release or something like that. And we have like this like closet and they actually don't want to do photos, but like I'm there to shoot this. So I'm like, Hey, like let's do a portrait. I need a moment with this guy for this to mean anything to me. Like I need a moment with this person. And so, um, especially in the early days, that, that's a lot what it was like just bringing up a, a white V flat. So black and white on either mm-hmm. side. And uh, so that's why, you know, it's more of just like circumstantial. That's the only way I could get content in the beginning was to do that. But I mean, look at Richard Avedon. <laughs> he did that for a living, for a career that his on white is so emotional. It's so powerful. It's so great because, and I guess the word that we were, that I've been trying to circle back to is timeless. The second you kind of put them in like a set with a show, and key art and like all these things it's like it's it's dated you put in props and things like that it could be dated yeah it doesn't have to be but it can be mm-hmm. um i think a lot of people do timeless portraits really well especially because canvas and and people that make canvases and things like that like are abundant right now um i get my canvases from a, a guy in serbia his name is milan with the company's unique backdrops it's from this guy right here. No. <laughs> so he he's uh, and he's awesome. He's incredible. He's a good photographer. Um, and he but he makes beautiful backdrops and they're cheap, and he ships them to him and he makes them custom like all these things. So like they're just readily available now. Where it used to be like you had to rent from Oliphant or Schmidley and. Like, there goes your entire rate because they're so expensive. They're beautiful and they're worth it. Like, I get it. I advocate for them all the time. But, like, people can create timeless things because the resources and the knowledge of it is is abundant right now. And I like that. I think that's great. A lot of things made me want to become a photographer. I uh, The biggest one, and I kind of said it a little bit earlier, um, and it's not literal because I care about a lot of things, but really like, it's like the only thing that I'm interested in that I care about. Like I love sports. I love all these things. Like life is awesome. It's full of amazing things, but like photography, like every time I look at anything, I'm like thinking of a moment, which is 
probably frustrating for my friends <laughs> or people that I'm just around. I go, we'll be walking down. The, I don't even, I may have just met this person. We're walking down the street and I see this like beautiful gap ad or something like that. The lighting's perfect. And I look at it, I go, dude, do you see this? And we're like, we have to stop at every newsstand and we got to stop at every little thing. And it's just because I think that as a photographer, we see the world, we have the opportunity to see a world in just like a very specific more in-depth, not always, but more in-depth view. And, you know, I don't know if, if the world was going to end in, in two days, um, would you go to work tomorrow? Is like the question, you know, would you go to work? And there's baristas that would definitely serve coffee tomorrow, knowing full on the world is going to end tomorrow. And, there's servers that would go because they're passionate about that. Like I would shoot a roll of film that I knew nobody would see that would never be developed. Nothing because I love the moments that it creates. Even the moments with like, if nobody ever sees the photo, like you're, you still have this device that makes people get close to each other and like do something and be active with each other. And like, not always. Obviously, there's introspective moments with that, with singles and things like that. But like, every time a group of friends gets together and says, "Like, let's take a photo," it's like at that point, like the catalyst for that is a camera and a photographer and, and a photo. So like, I don't know. I'm just like so amped on people, and and I think that's a great medium to connect and capture. Yeah. Being an introvert. <laughs> yeah so yeah. <laughs> yeah that's an interesting story with the introvert thing I just you know you love I, I I genuinely think that it's that the fact that I I do invest so much of myself into other people I want to help everybody I'm at a store and somebody asks a question I don't even work there and like I'm at a store and, I, and somebody asks or is like I, I, they look lost at a store that I don't even work at. And I'm like, hey, can I help you with something? Like I just want to help people and be there for them and interact with people as much as I can on like a deep level. And like all these things that like it, it does take it out of you. So like you need that little break. And I think that that's where it's like for lack of better sense, like I feel like I'm on all the time, but not on like I'm not turning something on like I'm just genuinely passionate about it, but it's almost like you need that little recharge. I think that's where the introvert personality comes through. It's like, all right, that was amazing. That was awesome. But like, I need a, I need a breath. I need a breath. So just like, think about it all. So I, I mean, I don't know, you take in things heavily sometimes, even if it's like a good, fun experience. Like, I don't know, I'm a pretty emotional guy. Like I, I experienced something and then I just have to think about it for a while. You know, and I'll think about it for like the next two days randomly. And as it starts to dissipate, it'll pop up again. And you're just like, eh, you know, and those moments are hard to, to you know, you have an appreciation for those moments and they're hard yeah. to do when you're around a bunch of people. So the, the introvert nature is more so of like a byproduct of trying and, and really loving people and trying to invest in people as much as possible. How does one rise above all the noise and all the competition in this industry? I love this question because it's, it's, I love this question. It's not a competition. It's not a competition. That's the perfect answer that you could ever, like, it's the only thing. It's not a competition. 
Um, that's how you fail in this industry is if you're competing with people. My success does not directly mean your downfall. And your success, even if we're going for the same exact job um, and we have a similar portfolio and they choose you over me, your success does not mean my downfall. It's amazing. And I'm so happy and thankful that you have that opportunity because just like you guys, I mean, you guys are working on something every single day. Like all of us as photographers and creatives and, and, and anything, like we all know how much hard work goes into it. Not always, but rule of thumb, like we all know how much hard work goes into this. And so the second you treat it as a competition, I mean, you're the, you're the one losing. So my advice to, to better the situation or, or potentially become more successful because of other people, because I won't call them competitors, um, fellow photographers, is to support them. Support them. And I'm here right now because a photographer, my best friend, um, who's a phenomenal photographer, Corey Nichols, go find him, um, recommended me here. We have similar, we both shoot celebrity things, or we have similar things. So like if he saw me as a competitor, I wouldn't be here, you know? So support other people. Um, if they have questions, like reach out, let other artists know if something, if you see something, I, I Instagram so beautiful. It's, it's, it's dangerous and slippery slope, but it's beautiful because I reach out to photographers constantly. If I, if they post a photo, and I love it. Even if they have way too many followers that they'll never see my comment, most of the time they, they will. I'll reach out and say, hey, I saw this photo. I loved it. It moved me. It was amazing. I also see the rest of your portfolio and I realize that you're like working really hard and I just want to like give you props because potentially you haven't heard that in a while and I know that it like goes yep. through. And, and not even that. I'm not doing it for your own validation. I'm doing it because it's honest. I mean it. Like it's moments like that that like – I mean, just support other people. That's it. That's it. It's not. It's not a competition. Don't. 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 Don't compete with anybody. Just support other people. Yeah. I mean, also like just realizing that like how lucky we're all lucky. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're all like we're in this industry that's so cool. Um, we're all super lucky. Like, how beautiful is it that anybody would pay any of us for our vision? Like, what the heck? Because we see it, something in a certain way. Like, so the idea that anybody would pay for that is, is wild. So because somebody pays for their vision, does not, it's like, doesn't mean that yours is bad. You know, it's like, it's, it's wild that anybody's like crazy. So right. not a competition. Yeah. Uh, open invitation as well. I don't know if this is making it, but if anybody has any questions, any advice, anything like that, what reach out. Because I'll give you my assistant's names, studio names, gear names, lighting setups, whatever you need to create your vision. Like, I'm there to support it. So anything, you, anything anybody needs, for sure. I wish there was more of you, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> there are. There there's, are. There's incredible people. Um, we're we're that, fine them. We are. Um, I learned this. I used to compete. I used to compete, and it was terrible. I learned this from Joseph. I learned this from... from from Art Schreiber, and they've influenced so many people. Thirty, you know, combined fifty years of of working with people in this industry, interns and things like that, to 
And th- if they preach that same stuff, I know that everybody that comes from those trees, a lot of people that come from those trees of internships and stuff like that, like they're, they're under the same thing. So I think some people just aren't as vocal about it. And, and the stress does get to it. I know that there's times where like I have lost a job to another person that I'm like, well, what the heck? What am I doing wrong? It's like, no, 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 no. Like he's just doing something so right. That's so cool. And so, but learning from those guys uh, has been awesome. There's tons of people that see it the same way. So Josh, how the heck do you maintain being an artist in this industry that's very commercialized? Let's see. How do you maintain being an artist in the industry? Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of hit on it a little earlier. I think like, you just have to lose yourself in, in personal projects a lot. I mean, not everybody. I am shooting constantly. Mm-hmm. I walk around with all my film cameras all the time because I'm a geek. I like to do it. Um, but uh, that's, that's how I maintain like the art in it is like realizing that there's a project that has to be done. And then when I get off of it, I can literally go walk around and create art if I want to. Um, trying to find the artist moments in these commercial projects. You know what I mean? Um, connecting with people is, is an art. So whether it's a food stylist or a chef or, um, you know, anything of that nature, connecting with the rest of the crew and the talent and, and all that is like, there's art in that. Just try to, you just got to find it. I mean, it could be a, a lot worse. <laughs> we could be working in like cubicles all the time, you know what I yeah. mean? So like the fact that like any of this stuff happens is magic. And so if you don't appreciate the art and the in in the fact that like or in the idea that catering exists and that crafty's there, like <laughs> and that somebody is like setting it up, like I don't know, you just gotta maintain being an artist is is about having a voice and for me about having a voice and and showing people especially visual artists showing people what you see um to maintain that art you gotta the voice goes past photos you know you gotta learn how you communicate with people so every single shoot is is a way to fine-tune your art and then do personal projects and then when you do a personal project all the it's a it's a combination of all those things that you just learned Mm-hmm. on that last commercial job now you get to now you get to kind of do it your way what makes a shoot fulfilling to you that's all that's all i would actually say in that yeah and then i would put some and spice then, on it be like where magic abounds <laughs> <laughs> yeah so how do you make sh- magic shoots a shoot yeah, no, just, <laughs> that's a whole um, other thing Gina. a shoot is you know there's there's a goal when you have a shoot you know and a shoot is fulfilling or incredible or successful to me when, firstly, the client likes the photos. If the client's pumped and they uh, approve them and everything's good and they go, great. It was great working with you at the end of the day. That's base level I'm happy because everything else could have gone great. But if the client wasn't happy at the end of it, then the shoot for me was disappointing. Yeah. Um, so that's base. Mm-hmm. It's not the only important thing. Like the client could be happy and I could have hated the content that we were doing. A shoot that's fulfilling to me is something that says something. It's for a good cause 
and it's focused around somebody that's a good person. The least fulfilling ones are the celebrity robots that we're just doing for press for nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, a fulfilling shoot is when there's a lot of good people involved and uh, we're, we're all collaborating trying to create something. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do an offshoot of there. Yeah, you want to say magic again, don't you? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's my word. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just talking to people, artists specifically. Is there ever a shoot that you walk away from like, yes, that was perfect? Hey, do you ever walk away like, I absolutely perfection? Like, I feel good about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just give it like two hours though, because then you're gonna second guess everything that you ever did. Um, it's a, it's a it's a fluid that's a fluid thing because you could have felt really great about a shoot and then three years later you look at it and you go oh I would have done that completely different. Um, have I ever left a shoot feeling like completely filled? That's exactly what I want to do. Yeah, I have, and I'm so happy with that. But I don't think that it's like a lot of credit to me. I think that. I did a couple of things and the subject did a couple of things and the client allowed a couple, a little freedom here and my assistants killed it. And like, hopefully I didn't sweat so much and like all these little things come together and I don't think it's on the back of me. Like I've never left a shoot saying I did awesome. Never. No. Um, but I have left shoots where I said that was exactly what I expected or better. Yeah, which is which is cool. It's always good to have. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm hoping to have that more often. Mm -hmm. um, I do love random surprises, but I'd rather than be like random good surprises. Yeah. Where are we down? We are, if you could give advice to your younger self, what, no, I'm just kidding. What, what, would, you uh, what would you say? Yeah. So, but no, do you want to say younger self or do we want to just talk about what advice would you give? Mm. To like someone starting up. Mm. Let's do both. Let's, Let's do, do both. both. Yeah, because I think it's both the same. It's about the same. It's about answer, the right? same, right? Yeah. I think when you ask somebody what, what advice would you give to your younger self, that's like it's it's saying like what would you give to somebody? Yeah. Yeah. Because you can go very personal with that answer. Because oh yeah. I would give myself so much advice. Um, but advice to anybody that's like trying to get into it. I mean, don't let anybody kind of steer you away um if you're passionate about it like invest um it's a huge thing like invest in yourself and like your own goals and passions and art but really invest in like gear um i'll never understand like i get contacted by musicians all the time that are like hey i need a new promo photo or like i need an album cover it's like okay great well like this is the price for that and they go oh but like i don't have the money for it and it's like you want me to invest in you, but you're not even investing in yourself, you know? So it doesn't work for everybody. And I understand since they're different and everything, but like over years I've invested by buying gear and um, purchasing new equipment and paying for film and all these things, anything that like, you're gonna spend that money on something, let it be something that's going to improve and expedite your process. Um, other advice, communicate, 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 because 
nothing's worse than something failing just because somebody had a little misunderstanding. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it's crazy to think about, but jump on the phone. Um, I'm super non-confrontational. Very, very non-confrontational. Um, so it's like, I kind of almost get anxiety trying to send emails because I'm like, oh, is this going to be perceived weird or anything like that? Like, just jump on the phone. Phone calls are great because people then aren't guessing like, what, how did you mean this? You yeah. know exactly how you meant it because you're saying it. Um, ask a ton of questions, invest in other people. Um, if you're really start trying to start and you haven't shot any celebrities or anything like that, or like you're not familiar with the studio or any, assist, assist. It's a cool, awesome job that you get to wipe your hands with at the end of the day. And you help someone create like really cool art on the day. Yeah. Of. Not always. Sometimes it's, a, it's not good. Sometimes it's terrible. Sometimes you have to be at El Matador on the beach for like 10 hours for a shoot that you care nothing about, but, um, burnt. Yeah. Just so sunburned. Um, but the reality is that like being around this industry as much as you can, it's only going to improve, you know, you're only going to improve your own skills. And if you can assist or find a job on set, like if you're not shooting every day, I would assist. I assist friend not often because it just doesn't like the schedules don't line up anymore, but like, if the schedule lines up and I have a friend that needs an assistant, like I, I help him out because it's either I sit around that day or I go and we learn something new when it comes to mm-hmm. how other people communicate with subjects or how light is like, you're never going to know everything. So go help out other people and figure it out. Especially if you were just now starting, I feel like some of the most successful photographers right now, were assistants at some point. Yeah. Brian Bowen Smith, Brian Bowen Smith was shit. Um, I'm a, Herb Ritz's assistant for a long time, I believe. And Sebastian Kim was Richard Avedon's assistant for a long time. And these guys are at the top of the game right now. And that's because they learned from somebody um, that was top of the game at that point. So it's like, I don't know, just suck up the pride a little bit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Also, the biggest piece of advice is have no ego. Because... None of this is important. <laughs> it's important to us because we're passionate about it and we're, we have, we're like dedicating our lives to like fine tuning this craft and this skill. But at the end of the day, it's a, it's a photo. You know what I mean? Like we could live without it. Um, I was doing a, I was on my way to a spec shoot with some meaningless um, role actor thing. Like, the guy was awesome. He was so nice. But, like, his – that sounds mean. He's not meaningless. Um, He's a B-list, C-list actor maybe. Um, And we were going to go do a spec shoot. The only reason why I say it's meaningless is because I was driving there, and it was in um, downtown L.A., so I had to drive through Skid Row on San Julian. And my heart breaks every time I drive through there. Um, That stuff's so important. and I'm driving, and I'm stopped at this red light, and I look over, and this woman, she's, like, kind of shuffling her feet. You can look. It looks like she's going through a, a hard time. You can imagine the things on Skid Row. She's wearing minimal clothing. She's sunbeaten. She looks hungry. She's, you know, it's very, very um, jarring and sad situation to see. Even worse, she walks, like, a couple steps forward and leans over and grabs a styrofoam container off the ground in 
dirty downtown Skid Row. Opens it up. There's like I don't know what's in it, but some type of food. She like smells it and then shrugs and starts eating it mm. while she walks. And I'm on my way to shoot a celebrity. Granted, it's another human, and I want to invest in it, but it was hard. At that point, it was really hard because I realized how unimportant what we're doing in that moment is. In the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. it just was not. Yes. Did I care? Yes. Does he care? Yes. Is it going to help people in some way? It'll help a few people and maybe more in some other way, but like, you know, it's, it's a luxury and we get to do this awesome job. Like we are, we are truly fortunate and have a great opportunity to be able to be photographers. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Is that the same advice you'd give your younger self? Um, my younger self, I would tell, I don't know. I, it probably more like, like pep talks to my younger self, because it's hard to say, cause I like where things are going right now. Um, there's obviously little things that, that could happen here and there, but they're little pep talks. Like, Hey man, this is going to be okay. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, like, I know you're really nervous to send this estimate right now, but like, trust me, they have the money. Like you'll be okay. Like they're, <laughs> Don't be so calm. I would, I would for sure try to let myself not, or convince myself to not be as non-confrontational. Um, uh, little things like I almost didn't take the internship with art and that would have been a completely different path that I'd be on now. I don't know yeah. where I'd be, but like, it's almost more like encouragement at that, at that point. My younger self, I would like whisper and be like, hey, like just... I know you're going to do this and you're a little nervous about it. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The younger self question is like, it's one of those things like you don't have any, you can't have any regrets because you're just like where you are because of all of it. Right. So um, as long as you can just have appreciation for the ups, downs, it's okay. But hopefully anybody can learn from like those mistakes, you know, if there are mistakes happening, like, I'm so thankful for Corey Nichols because he started photography in 2008, which was like um, not necessarily started photography, but like started the industry in 2008 at the the crash and like the recession. And he had to go through a lot of stuff and he was so generous with. And so I, me starting a couple years later, a few, a few years later, like I didn't have to go through those things because he had it a blueprint for how to not have to worry about those things. Yeah. So reach out to people. Like I'm so thankful for, for that kind of stuff. So same thing. Like if anybody's having a problem, just reach out to somebody, reach out to me. I'll, 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 if I have an answer for you, I'll let you know, you know, hopefully we can save anybody the struggle because it's already hard enough dealing with the vulnerability and the self doubt and the, you know, we're all our own worst critics. You know, we, we look at somebody else's portfolio and think like, Oh, man he's got it together it's like no we don't we all <laughs> none of us do and, and, and he's literally the guy that guy's literally looking at somebody else going why haven't i done this you yep. know it's like nobody ever has it together and i think that if we're like vocal about it um we just i just i just don't need that to be a reason why anybody fails you know because it's all in our own heads um or that's something like a little bit more natural if if it's gonna fail don't let it be on a technical thing if you have a question, just ask. 
let's totally help you out. Give you a little critique, a little feedback, whatever. Stop being so nice, Josh. <laughs> I can't. You can't stop me. You can't stop me. It's my it's my only goal in life. It's my only goal. It's a damn good goal. Yeah. <laughs> I just like people, guys. It's so cool. Like we have to do that. We didn't choose to do this. We didn't mm-hmm. choose to be here, you know? Mm-hmm. So if we're gonna be here, like might as well like make it cool for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and coming from you feeling like fortunate on circumstances and stuff like that? Like, I know that some people are very not, you know, I grew up with both my parents in Southern California. Like what the heck? Like, you know how many people don't have any sort of thing like that? Like that's, that's a luxury. And I realize that. And so I don't know, you just got to help and support people because there's a lot of people that don't, didn't have that kind of luxury, even, even that luxury. But, a lot of people have a lot of worse. People always ask, like, like they complain about something, and I tell them, I go, man, if you're, if some people have to like live in like shit basements in New York, infested with like cockroaches and mice for years, making no money, working two jobs to maybe become an artist, and then you get to see like the end result of that, like, and then eventually you hear their struggle, and it's like. If your struggle, if, if my struggle is like an annoyance on set, like that's awesome. Like that's so fortunate, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so just having that real realization and, and, and being realistic with the fact that like if I have any knowledge and anybody else needs it, like there's no sense in being stingy with it because we're all going through little things here and there or big things here and there and let's just try to support it. Well, yeah. thank you, Josh, so much for being on the show today. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. This is a great conversation. <laughs> that was great. You're inspired. I loved it. Yeah, I, like, I don't know about you, but I feel super inspired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the goal. That's the goal. Yeah. So for others looking to find you, where can they find you? Uh, probably on the 405. <laughs> just sitting in traffic. Just look for me. I'm in a... I'm just in traffic all the time. Um, no, uh, I got my website and on Instagram mm-hmm. and email. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you know, reach out on all of them. Yeah. Because I'm a big responder. Yeah. You know, if you ask a question, I'm gonna give you way too long of an answer. So. And for people who are too shy, your Instagram is amazing. It always has like stories about what's going on mm-hmm. and communication is awesome. And um, I'm gonna make sure to say your name right, but it's at Josh Tayus. Teus, yeah, T E L L E S, Teus, Teus. Spanish guys, I know. Go find Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Till next time. Thank you for listening to Photo Work. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe. And what else? Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend.